0: What's going on everybody and welcome to another episode of Great People TV with me Ben Ibrahim and before we start our episode I'd like to say welcome back to the shows. Yes, sorry we were on a bit of a break like oh, like most Malaysians and most Muslims around the world, we were celebrating Hari Raya. So I'd like to take this opportunity to all fellow Muslims to wish you a selamat Hari Raya fitri, hope everything is safe and well and hope you're not overeating. But one man who loves to overeat but controls his eating as well is our guest today is Rizal Kamal who is the man of Malaysian comedy at the moment making things happen in terms of the events comedy scene here in Malaysia bringing world class talent to Malaysia and apparently he's tried his hand at stand-up comedy every now and then making us all laugh and the topic for today is living let laugh which is making people laugh for a living so Rizal welcome to Great People TV, Salam and how have you been man?
1: I'm good, Ben. Salam here uh, to you. Um, I have tried stand-up, but, you know, uh, I give up. It's tough. <laughs> it's, it's, a re- it's, it's really tough um, to, be, to stand there on stage alone uh, and try to make, uh, make a bunch of strangers laugh. So I have the fullest respect for comedians uh, to be able to do that.
0: No, 100%, because to make people laugh is the hardest job in the world, and to make people laugh without insulting them is even more harder, so it's thick skin to the highest order. So I, I respect all global comedians, and the content that you have to look for, it has to be new content all the time. You can't use those jokes from last week or last month. It has to be oh, new no, all the time. Can.
1: No, no, can it you? doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, and A lot of comedians, uh, when they write material, uh, to get the material to be good, it takes about six months to a year. Some of the better comedians maybe can do a, a joke uh, for for about three months or also, but generally six months to a year to to uh, write and complete a joke, uh, and they'll be using those jokes for years. Um, right, I thought I thought, they thought they that nearly retire. Yeah, I thought
0: if, jokes. I thought in this day and age where you can see content very very quickly because of social media, you have to keep the jokes relatively fresh. You know, you can't use the same thing for a couple of months period. I mean, the, the expectation of comedians is higher these days, isn't it?
1: <laughs> but it's tough to make people laugh and it's tough to write really funny materials. Um, so, so what comedians do is they practice in small shows or they practice in open mics and they try out jokes and refine and try out and refine until that joke becomes good enough uh, for them to take it to the big stage where they can charge a little bit higher uh, to make people uh, really love, so it's it's a whole process. I just give you one example. Um, Russell Peters, who I have worked with uh, a, few, a few times, right? Uh, Russell will write and uh, materials uh, and practice materials in small clubs for about six months to a year, and then when the material is done and refined, he will take a global tour. He'll go all over the world, do a hundred, two hundred, three hundred shows. All over the world, and then they will tell the same joke to every city, with some um, minor, you uh, know, with with a splash of improv yeah uh, in the show, whether it's crowd work, talking to the crowd, or something current, just at uh, at the beginning of the set. Um, but most of the time, seventy percent of the set is the same uh, between each country.
0: Nice, like. Look, I know um, all jokes aside, no pun intended, that was this, you, we we know you, or most people know you as the man that makes the comedy shows happen, not just in Malaysia, but around the world. When I first got to know you many, many years ago, you started with Malaysia and then you stretched your wings. Like you said, you deal with Russell Peters, you deal with big, big names. So we'll get up to that more in a minute. But tell us about the comedy scene in Malaysia. I mean, it took a bit of a hit and a uh, bit... But the the laughs or silence in the, during the pandemic. But tell us about are things coming back right now? Are things a lot better? Are there more shows? Oh, definitely.
1: Um, it's it's been great. There's a there's a lot uh, of shows happening uh, in KL. Smaller shows, uh, larger shows. I'm doing some of the larger shows, and there are other promoters as well bringing in uh, larger uh, larger shows uh, in KL, having shows in like uh, Plenary Hall or ZAP and uh, other spaces. Um, and people are also doing shows in other cities across Malaysia. Um, Previously, uh, comedy shows are very much concentrated in Kuala Lumpur, um, but now you can see shows happening in Kuching, KK, Penang, JB, and all the other cities. So it's still restarting post-pandemic. The scene is still restarting, and people should expect a lot more comedy shows was the second half of this year, and nice. this year onwards, yeah. Now, let well. Right? So, exactly,
0: and the and the people who make us laugh are the talents, okay? Mm. Now, once upon a time, I mean, no no disrespect to any comedians out there, but I I grew up with guys like Har- Harith Iskanda, Jit Mora, to the late Jit, uh, uh, the Jit... Sorry, is Jit still alive? Lila. No, it, no, Jit... Sorry, I'm, yeah, okay. no. I'm going to edit that out uh, with, you know, <laughs> So then let's take that again. So with all due respect, you know, to other comedians, I've always grown up with the late Jid Murad, Harith Iskanda, but right now there are other talents, you know, like Gunchan with uh, a few other guys as well, their names skip my head, and you know, I I've, I've seen them. Um they, they 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 I mean, they're really funny, they're very good, they work hard at their content. Who are the kings of comedy these days in Malaysia?
1: Well, you know, um, it's previously, when, when, when I first started, uh, especially uh, back in the late 2000s, um, there, there were only, only a handful of comics. At uh, that time, Harith Iskander, Joanne Kam, Douglas Sleep, three. Jeet Murad, on and off. You know, more theatre. And then, the, the young boys, the, the, the young boys that time, uh, Calvin J, Rizal Gazel, Jason Leong, um, and, uh, uh, you know, and the rest I uh, just uh, are just starting. So today, all of these comics, um I think I would say that 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 has been performing for more than a decade, is about twenty thirty uh, really good ones. So there's already a big group um, and the t- uh, and people's taste uh, is diverse. Some people love Hari Iskanda, some people don't. Some people uh, love the edginess of resolve and A lot of um, the more conservative ones uh, don't like uh, his style. So we can see there is a diverse range uh, of tastes and a diverse style of of comedy where people can compare and see who they like. And a lot of the times, for comedy, um, it goes via racial lines, which means um, that when um, Jason Leong does a show, I would say about 70% of the attendees are Chinese. Uh, and when Andrew Neto or um, Kevin J uh, does a show, maybe fifty uh, up to 50%, 70% are, are Indians uh, and so forth. So we, we're still uh, in that evolution uh, of this. Um, people are watching a lot more stand-up comedy now because it's so available on social media and everyone's deciding what kind of style they like. Now, tell us
0: about, we're di- diverting the topic a little bit. I mean, not the topic, but the, the questions a little bit. I mean, we live in a different era right now in the sense that COVID is part of our life. Okay, you know, and God, <laughs> isn't it yesterday's news? <laughs> no, no, I mean, COVID, <laughs> it, it is it is everyday news. It is everyday yeah. news. Yeah. And yeah. like COVID, I mean, God forbid another pandemic could uh, God forbid, could, could have Yeah, a lot of shows and everything mm-hmm. like that. Possibilities. So, yeah, but so moving forward, based on that fear, you know, I mean, I, I hear the stories that the government is trying, I mean, you're working with the government to try to work out, you know, the tax cuts and the tax breaks for comedians. Can you tell us a little, I mean, I've seen it in the paper, in, in the media a little bit. Can you elaborate more about that and what's going on
1: there and the latest developments? <clears throat> so there's two parts to this question, right? Um, I think you know, the the first part is because we've gone through COVID, everyone's a little bit more ready. Um, and, you know, we, we don't foresee, we don't see or we don't know when the next pandemic uh, is, is going to be. So that part, I would say, is, you know, people are just taking advantage of today where we're free and we are, where we can do a lot of things and everyone's looking to expand their horizons as much as possible. You know, live life, live life. A lot of people do realise during the pandemic, his life is short and, you know, we just, when we have the opportunity, we have to take it. And I see a lot of that uh, happening. Um, In terms of what I'm doing with the government as the uh, president of LIFE, that's the Association uh, of Arts, Life Events, uh, Concerts and Festival. um, We are, in, in terms of Malaysia, in terms of the government and industry, we are in a period of um very fast transition in the sense that we we don't want corruption we want we want growth to be set correctly, and we want taxation to be set uh, correctly and if you if Malaysia were to move from developing to develop, we have to eradicate corruption that's what I believe number one, but to do that. We must update the laws because the laws are a lot of the laws are archaic, and because the laws are archaic and not with the times, <clears throat> we have um, we, we we come to a lot of stumbling blocks, stumbling blocks for business growth. For example, I give you an example. F- for smaller comedy shows, are extremely difficult to run because you need permits, and the permits yes. in KL. To do a small local comedy show, you need to put in a deposit of 10000 To bring one international ex, like even one comedian from Singapore, doesn't matter how big the comedian is, an open micer from Singapore even, if you have it in a show in KL of 100 people, the t- deposit is 30000 On top of that, the government is looking to implement 25% entertainment tax on the ticket. Um, so this makes things impossible. So the, the grassroots or the small shows are a lot of them run underground. Um, but you know, we 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 remember during the uh, COVID times that <laughs> anyone who breaks the law get fined hundred, ten, fifty, hundred thousand, you know, crazy most of fine. Everyone follows SOP. We've been trained during the pandemic to follow SOP to to the dot, right? Um, And we want to continue that way in a sense that we're happy that we're actually following the rules. But as I mentioned, if the rules are not updated and we can't follow the rules because it doesn't make sense, um, a lot of people fall back to corruption. Uh, And so so things need to move uh, very fast on the government side. Okay, okay.
0: That's very interesting. Thanks for updating that because that's been a very... Uh, gray area in terms of what what was what was I mean and you, I mean no again sometimes people read different things and they remember different things and they gossip different things so the news about that one has been a little bit all over the place so I hope it really really works out because the industry I mean like you said everybody needs to laugh but what's the point of trying to like like what's the point of trying to put something together when it's not sustainable so it's
1: very difficult for the small shows so um what. We do, uh, especially my company, LOL Asia, we focus on the bigger shows. Uh, we, 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 we have to, uh, because we are fully legal, we do everything 100% uh, legal. Well, we are not able to do uh, the smaller shows, so we have to focus on the big ones and we'll focus on uh, shows outside of Malaysia International. That's right. So now, Rizal, one thing about the comedy scene in Malaysia, it
0: looks very, very urban. When I say urban, it's very English speaking, you know, very educated product and it attracts, you know, your, your, your sea level people, your corporates, Malaysians who went overseas or who, you know, very, very exposed Malaysians, you know, who have traveled the world and studied domestic and for those who study domestically as well. I mean, is that the space that you guys keep intending to keep punching in and, you know, telling the jokes in because
1: it's a very small market. Um, it's a very it's just, it's a niche uh, stand up is, is still a niche in Malaysia, um, but I would say that it's growing uh, very fast, um, especially on the English stand up. People getting to know comedians more, and people are being able to accept um, jokes. Some people can't tell between sarcasm and joke insult and actual. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Actual, actually, uh, giving um, you know, uh, insulting someone. You know, people, people, a lot of people still can't tell uh, the difference. Um, so it's, it's 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 a growing scene. Um, I would love to for it to grow faster, uh, but it's growing at a steady rate. Um, you can see that in Indonesia, for example, uh, Bahasa comedy is so much bigger. Bahasa Indonesia comedy is so yes, big bigger yes. compared to English. Um, and because they have uh, that acceptance, uh, they love their their language. Well, for one thing, they love Basa Indonesia. Everyone speaks. They it. do. They do. Um, they do. And they love to hear people tell jokes. Uh, so mainstream. You, you go. You went. Uh, Basa Indonesia comedy is mainstream in Indonesia, but it's still a very small niche in Malaysia because uh, there's always that fear that the comedian might say something too political. Too sexy, uh, sexist, or sexy, uh, too bigoted, and uh, and so forth. Uh, and sometimes comedians do. Um, so it's a matter of where and what platform they 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 go on. For example, if they go online, you have to filter because you don't know who's watching. If you are performing in a small space, you can pretty much say whatever you want because uh, it's it's a safe, it's a small space, it's a safe space. If you do a 2,000, 3,000 uh, hall, there's a little bit more freedom because people come into the hall to enjoy the show. Um, so you can see a little bit more. But, you know, that every country has their level of acceptance. Their level of acceptance. And the more open um, nations are, the more comedy can grow. It's it, The growth of comedy is on par with the level of uh, acceptance uh, in a society.
0: And final question, Rizal. It's been a great conversation. It's not. I don't really like to call Great People TV an interview. It's a conversation amongst very open-minded <laughs> people and just shooting straight. But, I mean, two parts to the final question, really. I mean, <laughs> how far can you take the entertainment comedy business here in Malaysia, which is not just a mixture of what we call in Malaysia Roja, which is not just a mixture of Malaysian comedy, but we've got the Russell Peters, we've got the Jasons of this world, we've got the doctors of this world, lawyers of this world, you know, making fun of their industry and other industries as well. How far do you want to take this genre in Malaysia to make good profits? Let's be honest, you're an entrepreneur. And also Mm -hmm. to continue to make people laugh and God knows people need to laugh more because we live in such a tough, tough time. And challenging time with a recession, uh, down economy, that we just need some. When we just need an avenue to let loose and let our hair down and just be entertained. I think two things need to happen before um, comedy. Oh, and and, then... and sorry to sorry to interrupt. I forgot. Uh, was this the other part of the question? Is and any of those things that I just mentioned? Will we see that in twenty twenty three? We're approaching. We're not far from the halfway point of twenty three.
1: <laughs> well, two things need to happen before we uh can fully grow the this genre um uh number one uh is <clears throat> uh being able to bring stand-up comedy to the masses and when in- yes the- how do you do that? the yeah. masses um the the tickets have to be cheap enough or low enough. Um, for it to be able to reach more people. Uh, and to do that, of course, more people have to come to comedy shows uh, and the government or uh, the authorities have to encourage uh, pe- uh, people to actually go out and watch this and think of it as a very positive uh, activity. So part two is the uh, people need to think that uh going out for a comedy show is a health activity rather than you going to a spa for example you pay 100 200 ring, ringgit for a spa, spa treatment you go to a comedy show and you laugh you release stress you increase your endorphins uh you are uh, you born with with a mate or your, your mom or your sister that goes to the comedy show uh with you um and when you go, you release and you feel so much better uh, and the mind is clear. And usually, when you go to a comedy show, you learn a thing or two. <laughs> you know, the com- comedians are smart. Uh, comedians Buried. are really Buried. intelligent intelligent people uh, and they have a different perspective uh, to the world. Um, so if you have, you know, or, uh, something stuck up your butt, uh, the comedians will help uh, pull it out because... They give a funny perspective to things, whether it's politics, whether it's sex, or in a relationship, uh, everyday uh, things. They give you a lighter perspective of things so that you chill out a little bit, you know. <laughs> so you know, go ahead, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, no these, please go ahead, yeah. <laughs> um. You can see uh, that in developed countries the number of people that goes out to comedy shows is ridiculous. for example uh, the Melbourne comedy uh, Festival which just happened um, they have over a hundred shows a day during the festival they have a hundred shows a day yeah yeah um, possible um, yeah uh, it's, it's every single venue in Melbourne that can host a comedy show. It's converted into uh, to a comedy uh, comedy venue, and there's a show. Thousands of comedians come down to Melbourne uh, to do shows in theatres, in small rooms, uh, in bars and clubs, uh, everywhere. Um, uh, and, you know, people just go out as like, hey, you know, like, like, like in Kiel, like, hey, let's catch a movie. Like, boom, you're out there in the movie. Over there, it's like, oh, this comic is coming down. Let's go. Two hours later, you're in a comedy show and you watch, you enjoy yourself, go out, have a drink, watch another comedy show. You can watch two, three shows uh, a day because the price point is already quite low. Um, everyone enjoys uh, comedy uh, and it's become sort of like a societal uh, norm.
0: Right. You know what was was going through my head right there? Uh, was, I think if all the comedians was watching this, is any if any comedian was watching our chat right now and you were you were saying like that you were giving an example of a comedy comedy festival to a spa when people can have a early release and everything i'm sure the comedians would say yes it's better than a happy ending so but (laughs) so but um look i we we i mean i've known you for a long time you're a really nice guy you work Mm -hmm. very hard and we wish you i mean i on behalf of great people tv we wish you all the best in you know keeping that journey people always happy because like you said comedy is not easy in terms of content comedy is not easy in terms of getting bums on seats mm. uh, comedy is not easy in terms of you know getting this break from this agency or that government or whatnot and hopefully the laws will be friendlier to you and nobody's trying to do anything wrong it's just they're trying to keep everybody safe but you know and, and it's it's conservative times that we live in but ask any good comedian how do you break the boundaries?
1: Break the conservatism? So, yeah. yeah. It's very easy. Um, make them laugh. Get, get <laughs> a bunch of conservative people into a room and make them laugh. And they realize, hey, you know, these guys are just, you know, telling jokes. You know, we, we, comedians don't have an ulterior motive. Uh, like, you no know, people are always like, oh, you know, they they wants to uh, um, bring down the government or kutu Islam or all of this. No, man, they're just telling jokes. they just Their goal is to make people laugh and they have mo- they just have multiple ways of thinking on how to make yeah. people laugh. But essentially,
0: that's just it. Yeah. Well, if you ever need a, to tell good stories about comedy, not just for your self-result and your comedians as well and you need a platform to help promote them. Just hit me on WhatsApp and I'll have them on Great People T V and I really believe in what really would really believe in what you're doing in your company and Thanks. and I mean I'm sure it will do really, really well. It has grown tremendously. If you are ever to ask I mean, if you were to ask me many years ago when I first met you, you know, an agency booking comic comedians for Malaysia in English, wow, I would have told you go you know, go laugh harder. Or you know, keep trying to laugh. But right I mean look, looks like you're not getting the last laugh. You're getting the continuous love. So, Rizal Kamal, thank you so much for appearing on Great People TVs and enjoy the rest of their Raya Man. Ryan anytime, mm-hmm. anytime. And please, uh, my best to your family and my best to all your comedians. And tell them about Great People TV as well. They can come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll do that. Take
0: care. All right. All right. Thanks, man. And thanks, everyone, for watching. Uh, please, before we go, please follow our social media platforms on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And also, just keep telling people about Great People TV. We've got more great guests coming up. Rizal Kamal is just one of many, many great guests, one about three, four times a month, and we will continue to do so. Thanks everyone for watching and have a great week. Until the next episode of Great People TV, take care.